0: This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. You are welcome once again as we look into God's Word. Last week we started a topic, Intentional Parenting. And I said we're going to continue this week. And until we are able to actually do a lot on parenting, praise the Lord. Parenting can never be overemphasized. As with everything else in life, effective parenting begins with God. It's one thing to parent your children you know by your own standard it's another thing to parent according to the standard of God effective parenting begins with God who is better to turn to for the foundational principles of parenting than the author of parenting God authored marriage he uttered family he uttered you know producing and parenting children so as parents from the beginning God's plan was for us to raise offspring to populate the planet producing and parenting children are a big part of the original mandate God you know, gave to mankind, we received that responsibility from God to have offsprings and to raise them according to His purpose. You know, I said last week that God only reckons with children that are raised according to His purpose. And as humans, you know, we want to produce our nature in our children. We want to produce, reproduce our character in our children. And want to reproduce our behavior in our children. Praise the Lord. And what if our character is negative? What if our behavior is negative? Then our children will also have character defects. Praise the Lord. No one parents effectively by accident. Like we said last week, effective parenting must be intentional. It must be planned. It must be focused. You know, and it must have an expected end in mind. Good parents don't leave the job to chance. You just don't leave it to chance. Expect the child to grow up to be, you know... Uh, good you have to do everything you can to prepare yourself prepare your children you know and make them arrows in the hands of God but we have challenges parenting One of the challenges we can have as a parent, you know, is finding ourselves, parenting our children, according to the way we were parented. You know, there are times where things become so tough and you don't have anything else to do than to just, you know, go back to the way you were parented this is the way my father used to say this the way my mother did it you know and you end up parenting your kids just in that way if the way you were you know raised was according to the biblical pattern then beautiful but if your upbringing was not biblical in pattern your children's upbringing begin to tend to that same pattern and so negative patterns may also chip in if the pattern of your upbringing was negative another challenge is that as parents we must know that human, you know, human beings are naturally sinful. Our children will not just naturally, because we are Christians, become Christians. You no, know, by nature, the Bible said that we were conceived in sin and born into iniquity. Just like you know, Adam, Adam's nature was blessed in his offspring. And they are—they have, have to consciously give their lives to Jesus Christ for them to have this nature, the second nature, the nature of Jesus, the new birth nature. And so that is the same way it is with our kids. Parents must note that children we. naturally thread the path of sin because naturally they are sinful and so what do we do we have to put them on course most consciously walk our kids in line with the word of god Because all human beings are sinful. None of us had perfect parents, and none of us will be perfect parents. All we can do is learn the biblical principles, commit our ways as parents unto the Lord, and trust Him to work powerfully in our children's lives beyond what we can do on our own. Praise the Lord. Children will naturally be rebellious, children will naturally be disobedient (laughs) anyone who who is a parent knows that rebellion is in the heart of every child you don't have to teach your child to lie lying is in you don't have to teach your child to be jealous of your affection towards you know his sibling or a sibling it's just natural and so how do we now ensure that these children become arrows in our hands? How do we ensure that they become goodly children, godly children? First of all, we must know that discipline cannot be ruled out. Discipline. The Bible says that foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child, the rod of correction. We drive it far from Him. We can see that in Proverbs 22:15. 15. Where did this foolishness in the heart of a child come from? Where? Like I said, by just being born of Adam, the natural man, a child is born of sin born into sin so that foolishness came from Adam it's the Adamic nature and the Bible said that we should as parents drive the foolishness away drive it away with the rod of correction hmm. now we are going to that place that a lot of us fear is um, child abuse so we are abusing the children when we use the road of correction on our children what's your take on that and you don't beat them you don't you know you don't inflict pain on them the Bible says that God chastises the one he loves and so as parents discipline must be embraced in raising our children, a child that is left on his own will bring shame to the mother, remember? So how do you now ensure that these children conform to this new nature? Because you're trying to bring them out of the natural nature of Adam into the, you know, the, the new nature of Jesus Christ. Do we leave them to the television? Do we leave them to the nanny? Do we just allow them to go away with deeds that they have done? Just let them go because we don't want to hurt them. If the purpose of parenting is to raise righteous and godly children, the question naturally arises, how do we accomplish this? How do I raise children who are in right standing with God? Children who will love God with their hearts and who will live godly lives? The answer is very simple. Training. (laughs) Training. You have to train them. We have to train them deliberately and purposefully this this is not just done you know haphazardly, and this training must be planned requires planning so it's focused it is planned it's systematic is deliberate it's intentional training does not happen by default godly children do not turn out by accident they are the product of the effort of committed godly parents. Praise the Lord. Let's note that. Godly children do not turn out by accident. Just, oh, you know, I did nothing. Just turn out godly. There must be training. Train up the child the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not turn from it he will not turn to the left he will not turn to the right children cannot raise themselves parents have to train them we have to we have to guide them we have to teach them how to talk we have to teach them how to interact we have to teach them basically Everything and whenever they do not conform when they want to go out of the path, we must bring them back. Now, when you're training children just like you know, when you see a shepherd taking out a sheep or you know, to graze, it's commonplace to see that a sheep or a cattle you know wants to stray away from the sheepfold or from the flock if you have ever seen a shepherd leading the cattle or the sheep you discover they have a stick in their hands and Whenever they, t- they see an animal stray, they run after the animal, use the stick, hmm. hit the animal, and scream on the animal until the animal goes back to meet the others. Praise the Lord. That is how we should, as parents, We must use the rod. The rod is for correction. The rod is for instruction. The rod is for discipline. I will say that the rod and the staff, they comfort me. The rod, the rod of Jesus comforts us, directs us, beats us to shape, and makes us to conform. hallelujah so as parents we have a lot of work to do we have a lot of work to do children are not just um, small-sized adults and it is wrong that we treat them as such they need us they need patient guidance they need careful instruction they need consistent discipline and they need clearly defined boundaries carefully clearly defined bad boundaries all of these are vital for a child's sense of safety and security when we just walk out and leave our kids thinking that they will just do the right thing because we are good Christians or because we take them to church men will be mistaken at the end we're going to be ashamed Many children, you know, today feel like need more than slaves or, you know, servants in their homes. Their parents just expect too much of, of them and make too many demands on them. Children should not be expected to, to, you know, to serve their parents, but parents for their children. That sounds funny, right? Our responsibility as parents is not to train up good workers to take care of us, but to raise righteous offspring. Some parents allow their children, they, they want their children, you know, to take care of them, even when it's not yet time for them to start taking care of them. You see a lot of teenagers looking for boyfriends, looking for sugar daddies, you know, just to. Just to make some money and you know support mommy at home, or you know just just to just to assist with one one thing or the other at home when it's not yet time. That is not that's not good enough. Our our plan, our um, you know desire should be to raise righteous offsprings, not good workers. Oh, the child run errands for me and the child is very dependable and all that and we really don't care whether that that child is that child a righteous child we should look into it Eli was a priest he had children he didn't look into it even when people were complaining that his children were misbehaving in the temple I I felt maybe he just felt uh, children would be children At the end, the children brought him uh, disgrace. They brought him disgrace. We need to know that parenting is not easy if we must get the required results. Praise the Lord. In parenting, it is important that we know that we need different parenting styles at the different stages of our children's developmental phases in life. You will not parent a baby the same way you parent a toddler. Neither will you parent a toddler the same way you parent an adolescent or a teenager or the twin. They have different parenting styles. Parenting style must change as they grow. And if our parenting style does not grow along with our children, then we will miss, miss it somewhere along the line. If you are raising a toddler like a baby, or raising a teenager like a baby, you know that teenagers don't like being treated like babies. They want to even be treated like adults, and yet they are no adults. So as parents, we must be ready to study and grow along with our kids. We need the necessary tools to raise them per face of life. That is where we have the Holy Spirit. That is where we need the Holy Spirit. That is why we have the Holy Spirit to guide us. If only we were asking. The Word of God is full of illustrations and teachings that will and can help us raise godly children. And there are many books written by people, you know, who by training and experience have put their findings on paper. We need to buy books. We need to listen to messages, attend seminars that will make us better as mothers or as fathers. We have different stages in the lives of our children that we must take note of we have the infancy from zero to 18 months we have the toddlers 18 months to two years we have the preschool age three to five years we have the early school age we have the adolescence we have the young adulthood we have the middle adulthood and we have the late adulthood these are faces in the lives of our children. And so we must as parents know how to reach them. to are different faces. I have a book on, you know, how to parent, parent from the womb. How do you parent a baby from the womb? We think they don't hear when they're in the womb they tell us that the baby cannot hear but it has been proven that the song that a child is exposed to when the child you know is in the womb once the child is born the child recognizes the song when I heard that during my last pregnancy when I was pregnant for my son I intentionally practiced playing songs to him, just put the earpiece close to my, my, my belly and you know, make the sound loud and make him listen, discover that after the child was born, whenever the child is crying, that particular song, when I play it to, the, to my baby or just hum it or sing it to the baby, the baby gets my attention and comes down so we can parent from the womb, they hear us as early as that. (laughs) The Bible said that when Mary went to meet Elizabeth that the babies in their wombs were communicating, they were communicating. Say my baby, my womb leaped for joy. We saw you. The babies were communicating. So we need to catch them from that stage. And as we go on, I will be talking more on these different developmental phases or stages and how we can parent these children. And let us also note that it's not the same way you parent a boy that you parent a girl. God will help us in the name of Jesus. God will help us to raise godly children that will bring glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. If you are listening to this podcast, you've not given your life to Jesus Christ. You cannot parent the way God wants you to parent. so pray this prayer with say, Dear Jesus, come into my life. today, I turn my back away from sin, and I decide to live for you. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me with the blood of Jesus. Help me to live for you and you alone. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Congratulations. And if you are born again, parenting is intentional. And it must be done the godly way if you want it to produce the godly results. So let's go to the Bible. Let's go to the author of parenting and see what we can get from him. So that at the end, we'll not be ashamed. Congratulations. Praise the Lord. My name remains Amir Mostukura. Listen to this podcast and share. And we'll see you next week. Bye.